0: Welcome to the Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated, and tired. I'm your host, Kezie Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. Today we are going to be talking about how much food you eat, portion size, and to be honest, I'm going to be sharing with you one of the things that irritates me the most about health, nutrition, and wellness world. And it's the idea that you should just eat less food. So today, I wanna tell you that you are not eating too much food and that you probably need to eat more. So if that's all you take away from this episode, you could probably stop listening now and just know that you, the solution to your hormones, to your weight gain, to your IBS, to your energy, to your health issue, to your autoimmunity, isn't portion control isn't restricting your food, isn't eating less, isn't trying to get away with as minimal food and caloric intake in the day. That is not the solution. And chances are you've tried that and are in the place you're at now. So I really want to explain why that isn't the solution, a bit of the science behind it, and what you actually need to focus on in order to create pain-free periods, in order to create regular boring bowel movements, what you need to do in order to find your healthy ideal weight, what you need to do in order to feel good in your body. That is what we're talking about on the podcast and I'm excited. I love doing a bit of myth busting and this myth that that you need to eat less in order to feel better is one of the ones that just does my head in the most. As a holistic nutritionist and a coach, You do not need to eat less. So that's what we're going to be diving into today. A couple of quick updates from me. As you can see, the podcast, or you might be listening to this, the podcast is now going to be uploaded on YouTube. So if you're on YouTube, hi, welcome. And if you are listening with your earbuds, hi, and you are still welcome. Thank you for everybody who's listened before and anyone who's new. You are so welcome here. I'm Kezia Hall, I'm a holistic nutritionist and coach, and I'm here to help you create. Wonderfully boring periods, balanced hormones, ditch the IBS, and have a really steady, resilient mental health. Um, and I do that as my work as a holistic nutritionist and also through my coaching and mindset shifting. So I believe both are essential for you to get the changes and the results that you want. So if you're stuck, if you feel like you're on the dieting train and mindset, if you really want to make progress quickly, I am your girl. And a quick update from me is I am taking on two new clients in June. So if you're wanting to work with me in June or July, now is the time to take action. And also the investment to work with me is going up. So if you've been on the fence, you've been thinking about working with me, it's going to be going up quite significantly um, once these two spaces are filled. So if you're interested and you want one of these two spaces, then the best thing to do is to book a chat with me in a clarity call at keziohall.com forward slash book. Then we chat it through, it doesn't commit to anything. I would love just to actually speak with you. We'll start to design and tailor your personalised programme, think about lab testing, start to really think about what your programme over three or four months might look like and then you can decide if it's a good fit for you. No pressure for me but I'd love to chat with you. So those little bits of updates, I hope you are enjoying the summer if you are having it and otherwise let's dive in to the episode. Okay So let's talk about you are not eating too much food. If that's the one thing you remember from this episode, then please, (laughs) you are not eating too much food. In fact, maybe please eat some more food (laughs) is is to summarize. So one of the biggest mistakes women make and one of the biggest misconceptions that women have is that um, everything would be better if they ate less. And essentially, we have had decades and decades of brainwashing that we have now internalized because chances are you don't have people in your day-to-day life saying, hey, Kezia, you're eating too much food. You should eat less. Stop eating so much pie. You know, hopefully you don't have people saying that to you. So a lot of this is internalized. You're saying it to yourself. You have this unconscious default where you feel like The best thing you can do is eat less food. And it really is um, brainwashing. It's not even something that you're necessarily conscious of, but it's like a default pattern that we see in our culture. It comes through, obviously, from dieting mindset and all of this indoctrination that we've had, but we often don't see it. So I just, even if that's the one of the main takeaways from this episode, is that you see, oh, I do potentially have this idea that eating less is better. It makes you a better person. It will make you have a better body. You'll have a better life. You're just generally a better woman, a better person, if you eat less food, if you restrict your portion size, if you restrict the foods that you eat, If you can get away with eating as little as possible, that will be the solution to your hormones. That will be the solution to your weight. That will be the solution to your IBS, to your autoimmune condition, to your relationship and mindset with food. That if you could just eat less food, everything would be better. And that is complete bullshit. It really, really is. Especially if you are a cycling, slightly stressed female. It really does not work with your biology. Just constantly, chronically eating less, cutting calories. You know, as a holistic nutritionist, I don't I don't count calories. I don't get my clients to count calories. We don't count macros. We literally, you don't need to actually count anything. You really don't. And you also don't need to focus on eating less. We think that if we eat less, we'll lose more weight, we'll have more self-control, that everything will be better, that our hormones would get balanced, our skin would clear up, our bloating would be less awful. And, and there is some nuance to this conversation, which I'm going to dive into. But Overall, if we have been sold the lie that if we can just manage a portion size, then that's the main thing. That the main problem, your main root cause, this is what we've been told, your main root cause and problem to your IBS, to your weight, to your hormonal issues, to your awful menopause or perimenopause, is because you eat too much food. And if you could just manage your portion size, if you could just eat less food, then all of your other problems would go away. And very, very rarely in my clinical practice as a holistic nutritionist have I seen eating too much food as a root cause. Often, the main root causes for my clients are things like thyroid issues, um, low depletions in nutrients, um, undiagnosed autoimmunity and antibodies, infections in their gut microbiome, um, poor quality sleep, trauma, um. Dysfunction within their ad- adrenal, um, hypothalamic, pituitary axis, you know, often called adrenal fatigue, like gut issues, all of these kinds of things are the root cause. Eating too much food, rarely root cause. Very rare in my practice that I've seen with clients. And I've worked with a lot of people now, been doing this for a while. So when I'm working with clients, If I'm wanting them to make progress quite quickly, so I work with clients over three to four months, and the goal is that over that time, they make more progress with more speed and ease. So we're talking, you know, when people work with me, I'm expecting them to make more progress in the three months of working with me than they've made in the last three years. That's the goal. And that's often what happens. And what I ask in order to make that happen is, are they eating enough food? Because if we're, we're wanting things to change, if we're wanting stuff to change in your body, you need your body needs lots of raw materials. The reason we eat food is to give your body key ingredients that it needs to do a whole host of functions to survive, to repair, to have enzyme reactions, to as fuel, as energy source, also as key components to creating things and for DNA replication, like That is the reason we eat, otherwise we just wouldn't eat. It's not, we we eat because it's essential. So if you're looking to change things, maybe you have endometriosis, maybe you have PCOS, maybe you just have awful periods and and IBS, you're wanting things to change. Therefore, your body needs to be um, flooded with lots of nutrients to make sure it's really well provided for. Otherwise, a bit like baking a cake, it's like you saying, I'm gonna make an amazing birthday cake. Um, but I'm gonna try and make it out of flour and salt. You're gonna make a disgust, it's just not gonna work. You're not gonna create anything amazing. It's the same kind of analogy with the body. And for a lot of the women that I work with are coming to me depleted, burnt out, stressed, struggling. They're already drained. They're already in a state of depletion. Therefore, they need to be flooded with nutrients. And food, the food that you eat is a really great way of signaling to your brain that things are safe. If you consistently under eat, the brain is going to consistently get this message that we maybe don't have enough. Maybe we're in a state of famine. Maybe things aren't safe. Eating adequate amounts of nutrient-dense foods is one of the easiest way to signal to your brain that we're safe. If you chronically undereat, you are creating a chronic state of stress. Or said another way, you're constantly giving another input of stress into the body, another data input that says we're not safe. And if I could summarize the work that I do with clients, with all the lab testing, with all the strategy, with all the accountability, the mindset works, the food, the experiments, like all of this stuff that I, the framework, the geeky scientific framework that I do with clients, if I were to summarize that with women, especially if they're cycling, still getting their periods, What we're trying to do is tell their body, tell their biology that they're safe, actually, that we're okay. Because when your body feels safe, it will bounce out your hormones. When it feels safe, you digest food better. When it feels safe, it will naturally do a lot more of healing and repair that it's designed to do. And food is a great, easy way. There's lots of things you can do, but food is a really easy way to signal to the body what you want it to do. And under eating... Not eating enough food is a great way to signal to your brain that things aren't safe, that there's threat, that there's scarcity, that things are not going well. So it's a really strategic thing to do. So we eat three times a day and the food that you eat is a really easy and strategic way of signaling to your body, hey, it's safe. And when it's safe, the body loves to heal and repair and rebalance. So this is something I do all the time with my clients is I'm always looking at are they eating enough food? And I want to share, I'm going to talk on a couple of points on this as well to give you a bit more detail and a bit more nuance. So when it comes to um, eating more food and making sure you're eating enough, this is really applicable if you are still of like a childbearing age, maybe you're still getting your period and you are still cycling. Sometimes postmenopausally, there is more research and room for th- more fasting, for shortening your eating window and these kinds of things. So sometimes when I'm working with someone who's maybe in the menopause, post-menopause, then we might not necessarily look at reducing what they're eating, but we might look at really condensing their eating windows so that, for example, they may be only eat between nine and five during the day. Those are eating hours and then they fast overnight. That can be a really helpful thing to do. often, post-menopausally or in the throes of menopause. I generally find shortening your eating window when you are cycling is can be really detrimental and really stressful for a lot of women, especially at certain points in your cycle. So A lot of this really, again, this is why I work with clients on a one-to-one basis, because a lot of this is really personalized, you know, where you're at, where your cycle's at, where your life's at. A lot of this also depends on how much stress is going on in your life. So if you have, if you're a bit like me, you've got young kids, you have a busy job, you have some other life stuff going on, your stress levels are probably going to be a bit high. So for me at the moment, I really make sure that I eat enough food because I don't want the way that I eat, I want the way that I eat to reduce the inflammation in my body, not add to it. Cause I need to, because the rest of my life is so busy. So it's really, can be really helpful to think about how much other stress is going on in your life. Cause that will also impact. Um, And most people I work with are coming to me drained, burnt out, struggling with a whole long list of symptoms that they've been struggling with for like decades. So even if they don't feel emotionally stressed, they may be very capable. They can do all the things. The symptoms, the symptoms that you have are another way of saying your body is stressed. So if you're bloated with awful periods, feeling fatigued and get migraines every month, your body is stressed. Even if emotionally you can handle it, your body is saying it's struggling. Does that make sense? So where you're at in your cycle and in your season and stage of life does play different, play a role in it. So again, you wanna tweak that, but if you, generally if you're cycling and you're still getting your periods, even if you're on um, birth control that kind of puts you into a, that just stops your period and puts you into almost like an early menopause for want of a better phrase and makes you infertile, then you still want to be focused on eating enough food. And then the next thing, the nuance of this is portion control. Portion control, that very idea of, of having portion control is essentially teaching you to not listen to your body. So I don't, I don't follow portion control at all. I don't tell clients to necessarily unless it's to help them eat more. So, like, often most of my clients need to eat more protein, which I'll talk about in a minute. So, I'll often give them pointers to make sure they're eating enough of it. But, portion control, you only, people only focus on portion control if they're disconnected from their body. So, if, if you are really obsessed with how much should I eat? Am I eating too much? You really need to listen to your body and understand when you're full and when you're not. And there can be issues with this biologically. If you ha- have a history of yo-yo dieting, gaining and losing lots of weight, and maybe now you have a lot of fat around your abdomen, there might be insulin resistance going on and it might be affecting your hunger hormones like leptin and ghrelin. I have seen that with a lot of people that I work with. And so they don't actually know when they're hungry and full because all of that hormone signaling has been damaged by years of dieting and it doesn't quite work. So a lot of the time, you as a nutritionist, you have to kind of, balance that to help sometimes you have to learn how what is hungry what is full and that can take a little bit of time but portion control generally is a sign that you're disconnected from your body whether that's emotionally disconnected or biologically there's some insulin resistance or something going on that means you're not getting the right signals going on there's a disconnect happening portion control isn't required when you can listen to your body and you know when I'm what you need how much you need and when it's done And that's really the most powerful place to be. And third thing, which is really important, quality counts. So when I say eating more food, this doesn't mean eating more highly processed foods, full of sugar and full of processed fats. What I want you to eat more of is really good quality whole foods, nutrient-dense foods. A lot of the food that gets sold in a supermarket isn't nutrient dense it isn't whole food and that's not food you want to be eating lots and lots and lots of so it's when you're talking about eating more food it's all about quality quality counts and if you're going to focus on one thing and take one thing away focus on protein you don't you don't need to be a bodybuilder you don't need to like be eating like seven chicken breasts in a day no but every meal, focus on eating more protein. When people, it sounds so simple, but when people do it, they're like, oh my gosh, Kesey, I feel so much better. And I'm like, yes, I know. <laughs> focus on eating, most people I work with under eat protein. They really do just, they don't even hit their basic requirements of, that we know from research that humans eat. And as you get older, your protein requirements increase. So protein is things like eggs, fish, meat, tofu, I generally don't think legumes and lentils are great sources of proteins because they come wrapped up in so many carbs. So if you vegetarian sources would be like tofu and eggs. You've also got some nuts and seeds, have some protein. You have things like collagen powders and high quality organic protein powders, as long as they don't have sugar in, can be a good source of protein as well. So focus on eating more protein, eggs, fish, tofu, um, um yogurt if you tolerate dairy can be an okay-ish source of protein some dairy can be an okay-ish source of protein so focus on eating more quality foods whole foods proteins healthy fats these are the things you want to be eating more of to really help your body and if you're not hungry then cool don't eat but when it comes to not eating i i I always say to people, because sometimes I work with clients and they don't eat just because they can't be bothered to, and then they just end up snacking on biscuits. No, if you're snacking on biscuits, you are hungry. General baseline for all of my clients is to eat three meals a day and have one snack. And generally, that depends on where you are at life, different seasons of life, those kind of things. I'm currently quite active, so I will always have one snack, sometimes maybe two, and at different times of my life, I've had more or less. but at least three meals a day. and then when you finish your last meal of the day, make sure you don't eat until breakfast. So no snacking at nine o'clock at night unless you are really hungry. And if you are really hungry at nine o'clock at night, it's probably because you are not eating enough food the rest of the day. This is the same with binge eating. And I've done different podcasts on binge eating, so I'm not going to dive into it in depth here. But if you struggle with binge eating, you probably aren't eating enough food. And I know that sounds really counterintuitive because you're like, no cares yet. I literally just gorge on all the donuts. Yes, but you're probably doing that because the rest of the time you undereat, And I've seen this work so many times with clients when they start to eat just three proper meals a day with protein in them. They start eating lots more food. The binge eating subsides and also shock horror, they don't gain like two stone, which is like their biggest fear that doesn't happen because you, when you are well nourished, your body thrives. So if you're not hungry, cool, you don't have to eat. And you can fast, but just make sure you're not constantly snacking. Skipping dinner, skipping lunch, but then eating lots of biscuits at nine o'clock at night means you needed to eat lunch. It means you needed to eat that meal. Generally speaking, three meals a day. I know that sounds, some of you will be like, because it's so basic. But for some people, they're not eating even three meals a day. They're just snacking and then they binge on a Friday or in an evening, or they just drink alcohol or they just grab biscuits because they're not eating three meals a day, or the meals that they are eating don't contain adequate amounts of protein. So, oh, just banged the draw under my desk. So I hope that is helpful for you. When it comes to eating, when it comes to food, chances are, if you're struggling with your hormones, if you're struggling with your gut, and I know I work with people all the time that have awful gut issues, so I know eating more food When you have digestive issues, that can be a really tricky area. That's why I work on with my clients all the time. So if that's you, come and work with me, book your clarity call. We can chat it through and see if it's a good option for you. The price to work with me is going to be going up. So um, if you want to chat, go for it, book it in. I'll put the links um, in the show notes so you can find it or at keziahall.com forward slash book. But if that can be an issue when you have digestive issues, which is why it's really important to eat more food, but also make sure you can digest your food, which I've talked about so many times here on the podcast. So you can scroll through the feed and find all the different Digestion 101 and all of these different things to help with your gut health. So I hope this is helpful and please go away and eat lots of really good quality food. Your body will thank you so much. Your hormones will thank you. Your brain will thank you. Your digestion will thank you. Your sleep will thank you if you just eat lots of good quality food and listen to your body. Eating less doesn't make you a better person. Eating less doesn't make you thinner. Eating less doesn't make you some better woman. No, a well-fed woman is often one who is flourishing and well, essentially. So I hope this has been helpful. Let me know any questions you have in the comments below on Instagram at I am Hall. Otherwise, have an amazing day. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please head over to iTunes and subscribe there. And while you're there, leave a rating and review so more people can hear about this. And if you want more support from me, if you want some more personalized and Bespoke support, then make sure you do the Gut Goddess quiz. You can go to kezihall.com forward slash quiz and it's a bit of a mini holistic health assessment where you can start to get an idea of where to begin. So if you're struggling with a whole host of symptoms and you're not really sure what they mean and you're not really sure where to begin, what to eat, where to focus on, what to believe, what action to take, the Gut Goddess quiz is for you. I will assess some of your symptoms and then you'll get sent some bespoke support via email, and we can connect there if you want to. So that's keziahall.com forward slash quiz, kesiahall.com forward slash quiz.